Before we begin, if you like what you hear on the Tin and J-Man Show, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We encourage you to interact with us and keep up to date with the TNJ Man Show on social media by liking our Facebook page and following us on Twitter and Instagram at TNJ Man Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the TNJ Man Show with your hosts, Tanner Lee and Josh the J Man Munt. After 15 minutes of technical difficulties, the Tan and J-Man Show is back on the air on the ISC Sports Network. Thanks for being patient with us, Tan and J-Man Show Nation. We're here. We're ready to rock and roll. we got a big show in store for you. Big Ten football preview edition. Got some World Series talk, some NFL talk, a bunch of things on the docket. I better get the read ready. But like always, the Tan and J-Man Show is sponsored by The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, The Damn Landing is the place to be. The Damn Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mantle that focuses on freshness and quality. And of course, they got The Damn Smoke, which is available on weekends and features barbecue and steaks. Did you get that this weekend? I got the uh, Gouda Bacon Tenderloin. Bacon oh. Gouda Tenderloin. Pretty good? Choice. Good. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, you can wash them down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Mantle in their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be by boat or wheels, probably wheels right now, the Dam Landing is the place to be, located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. What a miserable day today. Rainy, cold, it's fall. And then it's going to feel like summer in a few days. I'm just glad the box is working. It's working. Very frustrating, but uh, hey, we're, we're going now. Kyler Murray has five rushing touchdowns this season. He's the fourth quarterback to have five rushing touchdowns through five games since the merger. Can you name the other three quarterbacks to have done this? Get two out of three and you'll get a half a birdie. I, I swear, every time the birdie bogey is related to the NFL with me, it's got to do with quarterbacks and rushing stats. I think past two yeah, times. I, I had know, something to do with, uh, yeah. yeah. Birdie bogeys brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC, fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook. Check out their website, noblenomellc.com. Also, follow them on Instagram. Get yeah. Your veggies. Change it up again this week. Did I? Last week was like get 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 your veggies. I'm ready to learn. Are you ready to learn? I am ready to learn. Sports events on October 19th throughout the history of time. Okay. Um. Let's see what we got here. On this day, 1966, Bobby Orr. Pretty good NHL legend. Made his NHL regular season debut for the Boston Bruins against the Detroit Red Wings. What a career it was. Yes, indeed. Um, On this day, 1981, the Los Angeles Dodgers beat the Montreal Expos three games to two to win the National League Championship. Say 81? Mm-hmm. I think that was a strike-shortened season. Or it, they had a strike that shortened the season. So I guess strike-shortened season was the correct term I just used. On this day, 1987, Woody Woodward 
resigned as the New York Yankees general manager. Oh, what a... Lou Piniella is named general manager. And Billy Martin is named New York Yankee manager for the fifth and final time. Talk about some characters with Lou Piniella and Billy Martin running the show. That would have been interesting. Yeah, they weren't very good for a while. The 80s was not a good time for New York Yankees baseball. Speaking of the Yankees, on this day in 1996, the Braves beat the Yankees by a record tying 11 runs, 12 to 1 in a World Series game. Hmm. Nice. Yankees ended up winning that series, though. That was a pretty good team. 114 games, I think, that year. Mm-hmm. Actually, I meant to say this one before that. On this day, 1991, the longest NCAA football game, three hours and 52 minutes, happened as Rhode Island beat Maine 52 to 30 in six overtimes. That can't be correct. Why would it be 52 to 30 in six overtimes? That should be 52 to 50, I bet. I bet that was a typo yeah. of some sort. It also doesn't seem like that's the longest college football game anymore. It seems yeah. like games go four hours every single you week. Think they would update that, but yeah. yeah. Um, on this day in 1999, the Atlanta Braves beat the New York Mets four games to two to win the NL championship. And on this day in 2005, the Houston Astros beat the St. Louis Cardinals four games to two to mm-hmm. win the NL. On this day in 2006, the Cardinals beat the Mets four games to three to win the NL. That was a good game. On this day in 2008, the Tampa Bay Rays beat the Boston Red Sox four games to three to win the AL. And on this day in 2013, the Boston Red Sox beat the Detroit Tigers four games to two to win the AL. Also on this day in 2016, the Cubs won game four of the National League Championship Series. I don't know if you remember, but Cubs got down two games to one, and Cubs fans were freaking out because they could not score runs. Uh, Oh, Ben Zobris laid down a bunt that got him going in the uh, fourth inning, I believe, and they didn't look back the rest of that series. I don't remember, but I always know that you can remember for me, so I'm not too worried about it. You're welcome. And the On This Day segment is brought to you by, like it is every week, Proforma Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print House has over 50 years combined experience of promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company today and give them a call at 574-210-3815. Before we go any further, I'd like to uh, show off my new sweatshirt, order some merch. Look good doing so. They're on our Facebook page, our Twitter page. Uh, I'm sure you even put it on Instagram. Even on Instagram. Somewhere. So click that link, then there'll be a Get link of some merch. all sorts of things. Click the uh, Tan and J-Man Show story, I believe it's called, and take it right to the link. I think there's 14 different products on there to choose from. Mm. So if you enjoy our podcast and our, our, our weekly um television show i should say or simulcast um please uh support us and buy some merch and look good doing so i think it's uh, i think everybody's been uh, pretty happy mm-hmm. that i've heard i mean you got sweatshirts short sleeve t-shirts long sleeve t-shirts tank tops onesies uh all different colors stickers mugs so yep get some stuff get some stuff Fellas and ladies Sticking with some baseball real quick um the world series starts i believe it starts tomorrow Tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow, because the Dodgers ended the Braves' season um, last night, winning four to three. Glad I'm not Atlanta and in, in, in um, Atlanta sports fan. I was going to say uh, they've had some soul-crushing choke jobs here the past few years. Braves got up three games to one, thinking this feeling pretty dang good. But Dodgers did what they do. Um, they're a really good ball club. Pitch well. Have a great offense. Um, came back. They were down uh, two nothing last night early. 
Came back, ended up tying it, and then Cody Ballinger hit a long home run in the seventh inning, and he popped his shoulder out of place celebrating. They had to pop it back in, and he went out and played a defense. So it'll be interesting to see how he's feeling uh, starting in the World Series. But they will face the Tampa Bay Rays, who about had a choke job of themselves. Got up three games to nothing on the cheating Houston Astros, but uh, didn't let them win three games in a row, and luckily we're able to close out uh, Game 7. So World Series is here. It's weird without packed stadiums. They will have, I think, 11,000 there in Arlington. Uh, it was nice to see fans in the stands, however few there were um, there. So World Series is always fun. Prediction, real quick, T-Dog, who do you got? Give me the Rays in six. You know, I think Dodgers are a better team. I cannot pick the Dodgers because I just do not like them. Uh, the Rays are a fun team to watch. Uh, good pitching staff. Their bullpen's filled with guys that throw 97 to 100 miles an hour. Um, low payroll. Uh, really fun team to watch. So give me the Rays in seven. If the Dodgers don't win one now, are they ever going to win one? No. Been to the World Series three of the last four years. Uh, of course, the Tampa Bay Rays went in 2008 where they lost to the Philadelphia Phillies. Um, and I got to give a shout-out to my dad. The Rays have been his uh, World Series mm-hmm. prediction since the start pick. of the season. So. That was a good pick. Good team. Um, his philosophy was they're used to not playing in front of anybody. They're used philosophy. to playing in front of nobody. Yeah. Yeah. And they played in front of nobody in San Diego to uh, close that uh, ALCS out. Yep. Give me the Rays in seven. I hope the Rays bring it home. It'd be a nice Me story. Me too. It'd be cool. Um, fun team to watch, as I said. Who knows when they'll be back. Far more likable than the Los Angeles yes. Dodgers. So, I was really hoping the Dodgers would lose, not just because I didn't want to see them in the World Series, but I thought Dave Roberts would get the axe. I bet he would Especially uh, after some comments they said, um, after they got down three games to one, uh, both uh, Alex Wood, a pitcher for him, and Dave Roberts kind of said um, – that the team has had because they've played so many postseason games have had a really hard time getting up for them, which is just preposterous. One of the worst excuses I've ever um, heard in my life. And honestly, that statement should get Dave Roberts fired, to be honest. So, but he probably saved his job. Uh, maybe if they go out and get swept or something. Yeah, that might, might be, not, even might if be they enough. lose. Honestly, yeah. they might. But if he wins, I can't imagine they make yeah. a change. But anyway, Big Ten football is finally here. Tanner has quite a few notes. You, you know, we should down, be talking like. about week. I don't know seven, seven ish, yeah. midway through the season of Big Ten football. But here we are talking about the very beginning of mm-hmm. it. Um, long time <laughs> coming, but it's always one of my favorite shows that we do every year. Um, we're gonna start off. We'll get into breaking down every team and our records or predictions for them for the year. But to do that, we thought we'd hop right into week one, and we're going to do some confident points. Mm-hmm. Now, the belt won't be up for grabs in the college. Unless just for I pro. win. <laughs> just for pro. But uh, started off with the Friday night, kicking off the season. You got the Illinois fighting Illini coming off a bull appearance last year. Lovey Smith's fifth season at the helm. Traveling up to the Wisconsin Badgers, who have been running the West for a long time. Long time. Um, Illinois upset them last year. Yes, they in did. Champaign. It was the biggest upset in Big Ten history, I believe. 32-point underdogs or so. Um, it probably helps them out that there's going to be zero fans there. If if this is this is the year for the West teams to beat Wisconsin, if there yeah. is one. Because, um, like you said, no fans up at Camp Randall. And we'll get to yeah, – I'm sure you'll get to previewing them a little more. But yeah. you said Jack Cohen's hurt. 
Jack Cohn's um, hurt. Uh, redshirt freshman uh, Graham Mertz is of the, course um, Jonathan, Army All American two years ago. So. Jonathan Taylor's no longer there, but it's just always next man up. Running back, back you and O line you up there. So give me Wisconsin, and I have six points or six confidence points on there. Great minds think alike. I got Bucky for six, but I will not be upset if the line I go up there and pull the upset. Not happening. You're a line I. Nope. Um. Let's go. I, I just got to mark down a certain uh, list here. Iowa at Purdue. Iowa at Purdue. Interesting matchup with some news that broke uh, yesterday as uh, Purdue's head football coach, Jeff Brom, has tested positive for COVID-19, and that was uh, confirmed today. He mm-hmm. had a press conference on Zoom at 11 o'clock and said the second test came back, and he said he's feeling okay. He has had some symptoms, um, but due to the CDC guidelines of the Big Ten, he has to sit out for at least 10 days, so... If his recovery goes well, he should be back on the sidelines next week at Illinois. But uh, little brother Brian Brom, who's only 35 years old, will be the active head coach on Saturday. Pretty dang good quarterback at Louisville himself. Yes, he was. Uh, Second-round pick of the Packers. Yes. What bad timing, though. I've waited all this long, and then literally a week before the game, yeah. this pops up. I'm like, yeah. are they even going to have a game? But 20 man. So far, no players have tested positive, so that's good. Purdue was not very good last year. Of course, they were banged up. Um, have problem, maybe the best wide receiver duo, maybe even in the country. Uh, pri- probably second best behind maybe Waddle and Devontae Smith. Sure, right up there. Um, yep. Jack Plummer, likely the starter. Likely. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him and Aiden O'Connell both, though. Wouldn't, mm-hmm. wouldn't shock me. Um, they have to have find some semblance of a running. Oh, game. have to. Last year was the worst uh, was running brutal. offense they've had in two decades. Iowa lost Nate Stanley. Um, lost some offensive linemen. I know Tristan Wirfs is gone, um, but it's Iowa, and I'm picking. They got them. Corey Cronk from Indiana's transfer uh, lineman. Um, their quarterback, who I need to look through my notes, they're high on this quarterback. They got two really good wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Now defense is kind of up in the air. Um, I'm going with my heart over my brain, sure. probably. I'm picking Purdue, but only for two confident points. I have Iowa for two. This is a, as much of a coin flip game as I can think yeah. of. And um, I almost switched it to Iowa today after the Jeff Brom news because I, I do think, I think that can have a factor. They might go out there and play for him, though. But Iowa's got a little bit of distractions going on, too, right now with uh, – I don't know if you saw that. Some of their ex-players came out and are trying to sue yeah. the university for $20 million over racial allegations. So. Well, they had that distraction back. Well, was yep. it late May, early but June? The university this time said they're not even not, not even, even going to look into it. So, mm-hmm. but we'll see. And they lost a commit over it this week. Interesting a guy that yeah. So, um, Rutgers at Michigan State. Woof. Um, both teams have a new head coach. Well, yes. Rutgers kind of has a guy coming back. Yeah, winning this coach and program history. Shiano, um, Michigan State has Mel, Mel Tucker. Tucker. Um, I don't know much about either of these teams, but just because I know Rutgers' track record, uh, give me Michigan State and I have five on that one. Uh, I got notes written down by both, but um, I think to beat Michigan State, you got to force Rocky Lombardi to throw over the top mm-hmm. against you because they still got a pretty good offensive line. That's the strength of their team. Give me Sparty for three. I'm not real. I almost went Rutgers here, but I don't think either of these teams are going to be very good. No. Um. Nebraska at Ohio State. This is the Fox Big Noon game. The Fox uh, analysts are going to be there on site this week. Nebraska still finds a way to annoy people. Um, Just a wee little that bit. That stupid fan base is as bad as any fan base in all of college football. Maybe the worst. Maybe sports. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe sports. Sorry, Ryan. Um, they just 
they think they saved football, Big Ten football this year. It's just not the case at all. Um, I can't wait, and I'm so happy that Kevin Warren did this. Starting with Ohio State, and then they play was Wisconsin. It, it Wisconsin next week. And then week um, three is uh, ah, Northwestern. Yeah, you wanted week football back State. so bad. Good luck starting out. We'll play anybody anywhere. Yep. Then they give them, then they whine. Ohio State 54 to 11. Some weird score. What's like your confident points on that? Seven. I have Ohio State for seven <laughs> as well. I think. Um, no shot Nebraska. The Buckeyes within. roll. In fact, this will be the J Man's book of prediction of the week. Nebraska will not be within four touchdowns by the time the game Ooh. is over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, the J-Man's Book and Prediction of the Week is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for life, home, auto, renters, workers' comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Got the Penn State and Indy Lions, a highly ranked team at the Indiana Hoosiers, 330 Fox Sports 1. Indiana coming off their best football season in a long Since time. Since ninety four. Uh went eight and four in the regular season. Should have probably um, been nine and three. They choked that bowl game yeah, away against Tennessee. Um or ten or uh, nine and four anyway. Yeah. Um don't know much about I don't know much about Big Ten football this year. Um but I assume Indiana got quite a few back. Yeah, they should be very good on offense. Uh, were they ranked coming in? No, they, they were receiving some votes. Um they actually return um they actually returned quite a bit on defense. Uh, it's really back for them. I think they returned nine starters. Michael Penix is back um, yeah. at quarterback. Uh, Stevie Pe- Scott's back. Uh-huh. Wap Filler, Filler's um, Filler's. I can't pronounce the name. They're going to be really dang good, but I don't see them being good enough to beat Penn State. Uh, Penn State's ranked eighth. Um, they get quite a bit back. I know their best defensive player opted out. Yes. Um, earlier, that was a couple months ago mm-hmm. now. Uh, give me Penn State, and I have three confidence points on it. I have Penn State for four. I think Indiana will be competitive with mm-hmm. them. And I really think Indiana, they have a chance to be really good this year, but I don't think their record's going to show that. Um, Indiana's a team that probably needed those three non-conference yes. games, uh, much like a team I think like Illinois uh, really needed, and probably a team like Purdue and Northwestern And the additional Nebraska. crossover probably. Sure. Because their crossovers are Purdue and Wisconsin. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, give me Penn State for three. And then the uh, two other games. This is the college game day game this week. You got Michigan at Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota coming off a phenomenal year last year. Um, probably should have been playing in the Big Ten championship game. Uh, that was Wisconsin, wasn't it? I don't even remember. Yes, it was. Um, Sorry. Minnesota was really dang close. Um, Michigan, don't know much about them. I know they lost their quarterback, um, Shea Patterson. Uh, give me Minnesota for one. I got Michigan for one. Mm. I, I think co- this is coin a coin flip. flip. Yep. I think uh, both teams have potential to be really, really good this year. This team, this game might be pivotal for them to uh, win their their respected division, uh-huh. really. Um, I got notes on both teams. Like I said, I think both teams will be pretty good this year, but I got Michigan one. Then your your uh, other nightcap game, Big Ten Network, Maryland at Northwestern. Northwestern was garbage last year. I assume they'll be better. Um, they get about everyone back. They had a lot of injuries as well, yeah, kind of like did. Purdue. Yeah. Um, Mike Loxley uh, needs a game to win a game like this uh, for Maryland. Uh, but give me Northwestern, and I put four confidence points on them. Got the Wildcats for five. 
Um, wouldn't shock me if Maryland went in there and won, but I think Fitzgerald gets off the start on the right foot in his 15th year it's crazy. as the head man Northwestern. I don't even really remember Northwestern without him anymore. Vaguely. Very, very vaguely. So no. I went alphabetical order, took notes with uh, records and everything on the team. So starting off with the Illinois fighting Illini, which you're not an Illini fan, but I think you can help me here a little bit. I'll help you a little bit. Lovey Smith, like I said, entering his fifth year. Brandon Peters is back. He was 152 for 275 uh, attempts last year, 1,884 yards, 18 touchdowns. He's pretty tough, pretty solid runner, underrated runner as well. Running back, they don't. Reggie Corbin's gone, right? Yes. And so is Dre Brown. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they got at running back. Uh, Mike Epstein, if he can stay healthy, uh, is one of the more explosive running backs in uh, the league. He just had Manel stay healthy. Have Western Michigan transfer Chase Brown, whose twin brother is a starting safety. Uh, for Illinois, those guys will get the bulk of the carries, as well as a guy by the name of Jakari Norwood. Yeah, I mean, they got most of their wide receivers back. Uh, Ricky Smalling transferred. He was going to be in the rotation. Um, Josh Matterbaby caught nine touchdowns, I think, last 634 year. 634 yards, nine touchdowns. He's back. Um, Denny Navarro's back. Yep, he's transferred from Valpo. Got their O-line back for the most part. Tight ends are back. Yeah, the offensive line is one of the uh, top ten offensive lines in college football. Um, At least they were last year. They're tight ends. They get Luke Ford, five-star recruit, transfer from Georgia, which will help in the passing game. They did lose running backs, like I said, and their defensive line took a big hit. Yes. Um, Beat Wisconsin last year, made a bowl last year. Vegas over-under has three-and-a-half wins. I'm going under. I have the line. I go one and seven. I have them finishing last in the West. Yes. Um, most people thought, at least most Illinois fans are getting really mad that they are twenty-three point underdogs to Wisconsin. I think it's laughable. I mean, you look at their team last year. They had a. I mean, every team can upset a mm-hmm. team, and that's what happened against Wisconsin. Played really bad against a garbage Rutgers team and won. Um, they beat a bad Purdue team with in the rain. Oh, that was um, horrible. That weather was miserable. Game. Uh, then they um, then they had to come back from twenty eight to three down against Michigan State, impressive. squeaked one out. But then they got beat by Iowa, then killed by a bad Northwestern team, and then lost to a bad Cal team. Um, they needed the three non conference yeah. games to really do anything, so I have them finishing yeah. dead last. Indiana, we talked about a little bit. Penix is back. Uh, defense is back for the most part. Their defense was ranked top fifty in every major category last year. Uh, Wops back. He's one of the best wide receivers in the. Big Ten, also Folger's back. Uh, I can't read my freaking writing. <laughs> Hendershot, I, bet, I think is his name, and the Titans back. They have really good offensive line. Stevie Scott's back. Uh, they did lose Ramsey to, to Northwestern. I think this offense is going to be really good. Vegas has them at over under five and a half wins. Hmm. I got them a little under. I have them at three and five, fourth in the East. I've been finishing fourth in the East as well. Uh, I think the three teams ahead of them, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, will yep. uh, all be head and shoulders above them. I think so, too. I I could easily see them four and four, maybe five and three, but they got to upset one of the big boys right. to get there, and I just And I think this Indiana team is set up to do that more yeah. so than they have been in years past. Iowa, um, they're always consistent. Of course, they got no Nate Stanley. Um, I thought I wrote their quarterback's name down. I didn't. Um, but they got Brandon Smith, that wide receiver, and um, Smith uh, – gosh, I can't read my writing. Nargent, I believe is his name. Two of the better wide receivers in the league. They got good good offensive line. Um, both running backs back, but they lost a ton on defense. 
do they have the locker room is really the question. Mm-hmm. Vegas has the over-under at five. I got them right at five, five and three, fourth in the West. got to put a half. You got to put a half there, Vegas. Come on, five and a half, four and a half. Uh, I have Iowa finishing third in the uh, Big Ten West. Maryland, uh, Mike Loxley's second year. Their top two running backs, Anthony McFarland, and I don't recall the other one. They're gone. Um, they combined for thirteen hundred yards and sixteen touchdowns last year. They do have Josh Jackson back at quarterback. Uh, Dante uh, Demis is back a wide receiver. Uh, Rakeem Jarrett is a freshman wide receiver. They, he flipped from LSU to Maryland. Um, the defense returns five starters. Vegas has over under at two and a half. I'm going a little under two and six, fifth in the East. I've been finishing fifth in the East as well. Uh, got Michigan here. Um, quarterback is the big question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Joe Melton's going to be their quarterback. Uh, McCaffrey left, transferred. Top two wide receivers are gone. 80% of their offensive line's gone. Top pass rushers are gone. Top two cornerbacks are gone. So I really don't know why I have them finishing 6-2. and two, But that's third in the East, in my opinion. I have them finishing third in the East as well. Uh, Harbaugh finds a way to have his teams pretty good. Can't beat Ohio State. Um, but this could be a transitional year for Michigan. And probably not the worst time in the world for them not to have a full season here. Maybe they're pretty young. Maybe just get their feet wet and take off next year. Michigan State, like I mentioned earlier, Mel Tucker's first year coming off Colorado. It's only his second year being a head coach. I think he'll be able to recruit really well there. It's just going to take some time. Rocky Lombardi's got to be their quarterback now. Their offensive line should be good. And they got running back uh, Elijah Collins. Um, they won the Pinstripe Bowl last year over Wake Forest, if you remember right. But they returned uh, six starters on offense, but only three on defense. Mm-hmm. Don't think they're going to be a very experienced team. And actually, the win over Rutgers is the only one I have them on the season one and seven, sixth in the East. Uh, yeah, I have Michigan State as sixth in the East as well. We've been kind of right on them. <laughs> We've had the same uh, picks as we seems like we do every single week anymore. We're smart. Yeah. Row, row, row your boat. Ugh. PJ Flex is the worst. Besides Scott Frost. Um, <laughs> P.J. Flex, fourth year, had a great year last year. They beat Auburn in the bowl game, the Outback Bowl. Tanner Morgan coming back, probably second-best quarterback in the league behind Justin Fields. Shot Bateman's back. That's huge news mm-hmm. for Minnesota. They did lose Tyler Johnson, though. He's catching touchdowns from Tom Brady right he now. He is catching from a Tampa Bay. They got eight starters back on offense, five starters back on defense. They did lose Antoine Winfield. That was a big He's loss for Tampa their defense. Bay. Vegas has them at six and a half. This was a tough one. But I have them going five and three, third in the West. I have them winning the West uh, this year. All I, about the boat rowers. I, I, I think they're going to be pretty good, though. I believe in P.J. Fleck. I don't like his shtick, but he clearly knows what the heck he's, he's doing. He's a good football coach, but he's very arrogant, and he'll let you know that, but uh-huh. it's working so far. Yeah. So we'll be. It'll be interesting to see now that they have expectations coming into a season uh, how they handle that. And like I said, for every team – this is all conference games now. There's no cupcakes anymore. Yep. So, Penn State and Indy Lions. Offensive line's good. They got stable, good running backs. Sean Clifford, their quarterback, has another year of experience. Defense should be good. They got the best tight end in the league, Pat Fryermuth. Jeez. But they lost K.J. Hamler. Um, they do have Dotson back, one of their wide receivers, speedy wide receivers. Vegas has them over under seven and a half. I have them just below that because I have them seven and one, second in the East. I have them finishing second in the East as well. 
Purdue Boilermakers. Um, of course, question who's going to be quarterback? Jack Plummer, Aiden O'Connell. Jeff Brom said today that he has decided on the quarterback, but they will not announce it till game time on Saturday. I bet it's going to be Plummer, but like I said, wouldn't be shocked if we see two quarterbacks play. I don't think he's really convinced one's tons better than the other. O-line's a big question mark. They finally have some depth, but not tons of experience in that depth. Wide receiver room's absolutely loaded, though. It's young, but it is loaded and has depth all over the place, especially, and we haven't even talked about this, might as well not redshirt anybody because everybody can come back in the fall with eligibility. So you might as well play everybody that you can. Uh, Lorenzo Neal's back on the defensive line. That's going to be big for them. They got defensive back depth. Linebackers kind of question mark. New defense coordinator and Bob Diaco come from Louisiana Tech. Rushing offense has to approve. Eight starters back on offense, seven back on defense. I think that might be combined for the league. Once again, I'm going with my heart over my brain. Uh, this probably isn't going to happen, but I'm not putting any bets on the line. I have them six and two, second in the West. I uh, would have done a spit take had I been drinking something right there. Good. I, that's what I expect. No, nothing less. I'm finishing sixth in the Big Ten West. Oh, my God. I hope not. I'll be miserable to be around. Um, yeah, I have them losing to at Wisconsin and at Minnesota. That's it? <laughs> I think the Big Ten did them the biggest favor with schedule. <laughs> Who do you have them losing to? Uh, I didn't look at the schedule. I just have them finishing sixth. I think they lose next week. To Illinois? Mm-hmm. You think they lose to Iowa and Illinois? I think that's Illinois' only win. I think they lose to Rutgers, but we Purdue. Okay. So then you have them losing to Wisconsin and Minnesota. That's four. Uh, I don't have a record here. I just have them finishing sixth, and I just wanted to see your reaction. No, no. I actually had them seventh, but then I'm like, ah, I should switch Illinois and Purdue. All right. Uh, Rutgers, I got them 0-8. Last in the East. I have him last in the East. Don't Greg, even want to talk Greg about Greg Shiano's <laughs> back. He's 86 and 87 from 2001 to 2011. One game over 500 in a 10-year span. It's pretty good for Butkers, though. Mm-hmm. Vegas over under is one and a half. Vegas over under for Purdue was three and a half. Uh, Wisconsin, Vegas over under seven. Jack Cohn's hurt. Like I said, Graham Mertz is the quarterback now. No Jonathan Taylor. O-line will be solid like always, though. They lost the Rose Bowl last year. Six stars back on offense. Uh, nine stars back on defense, and their defense was fourth in the nation last year. They did lose uh, Chris Orr and Zach Bone, though. But I got them going six and two, first in the West. I'm finishing second in the West. In my championship week matchups. Have we uh, – did you forget Northwestern and Nebraska? Yes, I did. Thank you. I was going to say, you skipped, uh, did you write them down? Yes, I did. They're in my <laughs> other hand over here. Uh, Northwestern, uh, over number is four. Uh, Hunter Johnson's probably going to be their quarterback. Mm. I don't know if Patrick Ramsey can play right away. Seven offense starters back, nine on defense. Patty Fisher's finally a senior. They were 25th in total defense last year. They just couldn't score at all last year. They went 3-9 last year. I got them 3-5, sixth in the West. I'm finishing fourth uh, in the West. Um, Tanner called Peyton. <laughs> I have to tell you, he called Peyton Ramsey, Patrick Ramsey. Patrick Ramsey. I haven't written down it's Peyton right there. Patrick, Patrick Ramsey Ra- played for the. No, I'm not. I'm not, yeah, I was going to say he was drafted in the first round by the Redskins back yes. in 2002. That's a great poll right there, Tanner. Solid. I got it written down right there. <laughs> I know. And I can't freaking read tonight. I'm, so. I'm giving you props because Patrick Ramsey, who would ke- could even remember Patrick Ramsey? Yeah. I, God. It's been, a, it's been a night already. <laughs> I'm flustered now. I'm out of, out of my zone. You're welcome. Um, yeah, Nebraska. 
Uh, quarterback's going to be Adrian Martinez. I think he's going to have a short leash, leash, though, with McCaffrey as his backup. Wondell Robinson, explosive wide receiver, is back. I think they got the toughest schedule in the league. Vegas over-under is five. Uh, this is third year for head coach Scott Frost. I got him three and five, fifth in the West. I have him fifth in the West as well. Um, wouldn't be surprised if they finished sixth, though. I don't see him finishing higher than seventh. I just don't think they're a good football team. Don't think their quarterback's very good. McCaffrey, didn't she say, was it, is it a McCaffrey mm-hmm. there? Pushed Adrian Martinez for the starting job. Mm-hmm. I think he'll ultimately be a starter eventually um, this season, even. Yeah, short um, leash, I think. Uh, their head coach, Scott Frost, is one of the most unlikable head coaches in the history of college football. In my Big Ten Championship Week matchups would be as listed here. It would be Wisconsin against Ohio State. Second place would be Purdue against Penn State. Third place with tiebreakers would be Minnesota against Michigan. Fourth place would be Iowa against Indiana. Nebraska would be against Maryland. Northwestern against Michigan State and Illinois against Rutgers. I don't believe, for instance, if Indiana and Purdue finish the same, I don't believe they'll have rivals play back-to-back weeks. I think they announced that. So they would switch that up. Who you got winning the Big Ten Championship? Ohio State? Yes, Yes, me too. They're going to be in the college football playoff, in my opinion. Yep. Quick uh, rundown of the other top 25 games outside of the Big Ten this weekend. Kansas at Kansas State. Kansas State. Easily. Georgia Southern at number 25, Coastal Carolina. Number Coastal, the Chanticleers. I called that upset last week over uh, Louisiana Lafayette. So I'm going to go Georgia Southern, pulling the other <laughs> upset. Number 23, North Carolina State at number 14, North Carolina. Carolina, coming off a loss to uh, somebody. Florida State. Yes. I'll take Carolina, though, and the bounce back. Syracuse at number one, Clemson. Guess the spread. Syracuse at Clemson, 39 and a half. 45. Syracuse lost to Liberty. Hugh Freeze is trying to get himself another D1 job there. Uh, Clemson big. Florida Atlantic at number 22, Marshall. Marshall. We are Marshall. Number 17, Iowa State at number three, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. They're number three? Number six. Oh. Number three is Notre Dame. I was looking at the next line. I, I will take the Cyclones in an upset. Number three, Notre Dame at Pittsburgh. Pitt. Taking the Irish. Bug it. Hope you're right. Number 19, Virginia Tech at Wake Forest. Tech. I agree. Number two, Alabama at Tennessee. Bama. Tennessee Pitt. coming off a real bad loss. Yeah, Kentucky. Took them to the woodshed. I think Tennessee keeps it close for a half, but Bama pulls away. Virginia at your number 11, Miami, Florida Hurricanes. Canes roll. Number nine, Cincinnati at number 16, SMU. SMU. I'll take the Bearcats. Texas State at number 12, BYU. BYU. I agree. Missouri at Florida's postponed. And Georgia at Kentucky's postponed. I just now saw that. I did not know that. Interesting. Some more COVID going through the SEC. NFL, three winners, three losers. Uh, Vikings are a loser of mine. Vikings are also a loser of mine. Uh, lost to a listless Falcons team. Falcons did um, whatever they wanted to more yesterday. Kirk Cousins is the worst contract in the NFL. It's time for them to three picks in the first half. About yeah, tanking for a quarterback. Uh, they're one five. Uh, they're probably Zimmer's two. probably in trouble. He should be. Um, yeah, they're a loser. Uh, New England Patriots loser. Uh, first time Billy has lost ever without giving up a touchdown as Patriots coach anyway. Uh, first, he got out coached yesterday. It was yeah. weird. It was weird. First time under 500 in October since 2002. Reign of terror over. Uh, Drew Lockie, despite throwing Playing zero, zero horrendously touchdown. and being the third best quarterback on the roster. 
not playing horrendously, but his stat line wasn't good. But he became the youngest player to ever win in Gillette Stadium. His um, defense became the youngest player ever to win in Gillette wins Stadium. Wins a win, man. They still don't win without him behind center yesterday. Um, he made enough plays to get him in the red zone multiple times. I was going to say, he, he, almost made, finish it off. he almost made two plays that about cost them well, the, the last one, why would Pat yeah. Shermer draw up a pass play there? That was just unbelievably and idiotic. for the third straight week, the NFC East. <laughs> I still got to think my two losers. Green Bay Packers, a loser of mine. Yeah. I had them winning down there in Tampa. Couldn't get done. And the L.A. Rams are another loser of yeah, mine. Yeah, that's a loser. Uh, just can't uh, figure them out. Losing to a banged-up San Francisco team. Uh-huh. Uh, two other winners. Did we even pick winners? We haven't even done winners, winners yet. I haven't even picked went any straight winners. to the losers. It's you know what? I'm going to give the New York Giants a win. Might be sure. the only time all year they beat the Washington football team. Uh, Tennessee Titans. They're good, They man. just keep finding ways to win. Rabel's a heck of a Rabel's football Rabel's a coach. really good coach. He's the best at clock management and time management there is in the game right now. Um. Well, he's, we kind of went over. I was going to give my Broncos a win. but um, Do it. They won in New England. They That's didn't win a win. in New England. First time since 06 when Jake the Snake was quarterback. So Tampa Bay Buccaneers are one yeah. of mine. Annihilated That's Green Bay. Uh, Brady to Gronk connection back. Back Finally. for a week at least. Yeah. yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers, also winner. Best team in the NFL Best right now? Best team in the league. AFC or a whole league? I think they're better than Seattle and um, Tennessee right now. They're pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. Um, their defense is and nasty. And then the Bears. How? How are they fighting? They're winning ugly, man. They have had probably the easiest schedule in the league to date. Uh, they did have to fa- play Tampa Bay, and they ended up winning. But uh, um, it's eventually, I think, going to catch up with Colts them. survived what would have been a just a disastrous loss. That would have been real bad to the Bengals. Um, shout out to my Dolphins. They took care of business yeah. uh, yesterday. Defense is playing awesome. They have the third best point differential in the AFC right now and the third best scoring defense in the entire NFL right now. Yeah, defense has been balling out lately. Yeah. They sure. did what they needed to do against. That was the first time Joe Flacco had ever lost to the Dolphins. He's now seven and one. I don't know how he's still in the league. He has he's got real bad. <laughs> so bad the last two. He's years. He's also on a really bad team that doesn't yeah. help him at all. But yeah, yeah. But before Winner we get into our week seven picks, gets the belt. The belt comes back home. I'm not going to say uh, it's going to stay here all year because that's always false when I say. But I had sixty points going into tonight's games with a. Possibility of, I think, 73. You had uh, 50 with a possibility of 61. Kansas City Chiefs are up 20 to 10 we in both the picked, uh, fourth quarter. We both picked the Chiefs and the Cardinals. There's so. still 14 minutes left. I will say I'm a big fan of these Monday night doubleheaders. Yeah, and I mean, knock on wood, we might not get one next week, though, so far. Not knock on wood. I want it to happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I don't want anybody <laughs> to get COVID. But uh, If I can watch two football games on a Monday night, it's worth it. More power to you, Jay, man. So, all right. You ready to pick some games for week seven? I am. Great NFC East matchup on Thursday night. I love Thursday night football. Got the New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. Talk about a team that's banged up, though. I know we give Carson Wentz a lot of flack on this show, but he's starting to have absolutely nothing around him. And they still about came back and beat Baltimore he yesterday. Still throws gasoline on the fire, unfortunately. Uh, but – doesn't matter who's on the Philadelphia Eagles roster. I have them beating the Giants, and I have 13 confidence points on it. I got the Eagles, but I got them much lower. I got four. Like I said, just banged up, and Wentz haven't been playing well. Giants could squeak one out there. It's going to be an ugly game either way. Mm. Detroit Lions at the Atlanta Falcons. 
Detroit coming off a win at Jacksonville. Atlanta coming off a win in Minnesota. I think Atlanta carries it over, and I have them winning, and I have two confidence points on it. I'm higher on this game than you are. I got Atlanta with nine. I thought that offense was rolling yesterday. Julio Um, Jones finally got back in the end zone. Sure did. Matt Ryan looked good. Battle for Ohio, the Cleveland Browns, who – were really bad. You could put them as a loser. Uh-huh, absolutely. Um, Had a chance to cement themselves as a good they team. They go in a cycle. Mm-hmm. They get killed. Then everybody talks about them. Then they get fired up and win a couple and beat somebody yeah. they're not supposed to. And it's just, just a revolving cycle. Yep. Baker looked terrible yesterday. Got benched. Uh, but it's against the best defense in the league, though. Um, but they're at the Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Browns do win this one. Um, Bengals have Stayed competitive. Give them credit. Um, they take on the personality of their quarterback. Uh, but give me Cleveland, and I have four confidence points on it. I got the Brownies for 11. Going big on a couple games early this I week. Guess. So we're going to know early if I'm in this thing or out of it on Sunday. The Pittsburgh Steelers at the Tennessee Titans. I wish this was a Sunday night or even a Monday night game, but uh-huh. it's just a 1 o'clock game. Um, we don't get too many really good games on one o'clock on Sundays, but uh, this is a really good one. Two hard hitting smash mouth smash teams. Ma- this is gonna be a slobber knocker. Um, Derrick Henry's an absolute beast. He was unbelievable yesterday. He had more total yards by himself than five teams in the league. He averaged over six yards per carry after contact. Yeah. After contact. Insane. But I think Pittsburgh goes in there and gets her done. It's a coin flip for me. I have one point on it. I got the Steelers as well, but I got five points mm. on the steel curtain. Claypool's making a name for himself, too, every week. Yeah. Carolina Panthers at the New Orleans Saints. Saints rested up, coming off a bye week. I assume Michael Thomas will finally be back in uniform. Maybe. He's causing some problems there. Yeah, he's killing my dynasty fantasy league right now. Team. Fantasy team. I think New Orleans gets it done. They need a win. Um, and I have 10 points on New Orleans got them. that good overtime win against the Chargers last week before their bye on Monday night. Um yeah, I think they bounced back. Carolina lost a tough one yesterday to Chicago. I think mm-hmm. I got New Orleans for 12. The Buffalo Bills, who are playing right now, so they'll have a little short rest this week. They're at the New York Football Jets, who are the worst team in the league. And honestly, I don't think they're going to win a game. Are the New York Jets the worst team you've ever seen? That Detroit owned 16 was pretty bad. That was a bad one. The Browns a few years ago owned yeah. 16 was really bad. But they're right up there with them. I would them. put the Jets right up there with them. Um, got rid of Le'Veon Bell, who's a chief now. You look at the Jets' schedule, I don't see them winning before like week 13 or something I don't think like they that. Win a game. I, don't, I don't either. Uh, give me Buffalo at 14 on it. Exact same. That was kind of easy one. Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys, who I kind of wish I could see how they're going to play tonight before right. picking this game or at least putting confidence on them. But they're at the Washington football team. I got the Cowboys for 10. I have the Cowboys for three. Um, they're a much better football team than the football team. <laughs> Good one. I like uh, that. Andy Dalton, um, quarterback right now. Serviceable backup. Yes. Absolutely. Not as good um, as you can ask for in a backup. But. And I think they go in there and win. I'm picking a lot of road teams, I'm noticing, more than any other week. Uh, the Green Bay Packers coming off just her, not horrendous loss. I mean, they lost a good team, but they just got destroyed. The way they got They were up 10-zip and then got outscored yeah. 38-10. Um, Houston, heartbreaking loss. Uh, they went for two. Um, up seven, which I actually kind of like that. Put the game completely out of reach. Yeah. Um, I like the call. Just the execution was terrible. And he was wide open. It just got batted yep. down at the line. Uh, give me Green Bay for 12. Green Bay for six. I think it'll be another competitive game. But, yeah, Houston's going down the spiral right now. Really good game here. I, once again, I wish I could see this team play tonight because yes. I'm taking a chance. Seattle at Arizona. 
Seattle on by this week as well. They need to get their defense figured out because they've been one of the worst units mm-hmm. in the league. Kyler weird. Murray could light them up with DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, but I think Seattle goes in there and wins. Again, wish we could see how the Cardinals played tonight. But I have Seattle for five. I knew you were high on Seattle like you have been all year. And deservingly so they're undefeated. Russell Wilson's the MVP of the league right now, and that was your MVP pick. But I So knowing that, I went with the Cardinals for two points. Mm. But I oh, wish I could see them play tonight because if they play like trash, then that's going to look really bad. Uh, Kansas City at Denver. Denver coming off a huge win in New England. Uh, Kansas City looks like they are about to win. Checking the score here. They are up still 20-10, to 10, but they're deep in Buffalo territory in the fourth quarter, so they're likely to win. Um, I have Kansas City going in there, and I have nine confidence points on them. Um, I think it'll be tough for Denver to score enough points. Yeah, Denver hadn't um, beat got, them in five years. Got to punch uh, it in the end zone this week. Can't be kicking six field goals uh, again. Six, the first six drives yesterday all ended in field goals. Yeah, you can't, can't do that going. against Patty Mahomes. No, you can't. Um, I think their defense will play it good enough to keep them in it, though. I don't think they're going to get shellacked like they did last year a couple times. But I do have the Chiefs for seven confidence mm-hmm. points. San Francisco at New England. I picked this game before I saw how uh, the 49ers played and then how New England played as well. Uh, so I have New England for eight. Um, I do think New England bounces back. Uh, Bill Belichick, coach teams don't lose this many in a row very often. Uh, so I think they bounce back. I have New England for three, and I watched how both teams played. But, yeah, I think uh, Hoodie will get them mm-hmm. back on track. Uh, they don't lose back-to-back games too often. So. Jacksonville at L.A. Chargers. Um, Minshew Mania has run his course, I think. And it's not all his fault. It's just the town around him is really caught up. Jacksonville, remember the first two weeks there, 1-1, one one yeah. looked really good? Yeah. I think Jacksonville will be picking in the top three yeah, come uh, next definitely April. Definitely top five. Give me the Chargers. I have seven confidence points on them. I have the Chargers for 13. Wow. I just not a believer in this Jacksonville team. Tampa Bay at Las Vegas. Vegas coming off a huge win against mm-hmm. the Chiefs two weeks ago, but then they had the bye. Yeah, it's kind of a rough time mm-hmm. for a bye. I uh, had that high and then have to wait two weeks. Uh, I think Thomas goes in there and uh, wins, so give me Tampa Bay for six. I got Tampa Bay for eight, and I'm not, I don't like how many confident points I have on that, but Tampa's starting to get a groove, I feel like both offensively and defensively. They looked really good yesterday. In your Monday night game, Chicago Bears at the Los Angeles Rams. Bears, as I said, how? How? Both these teams are hard to figure out. Um, And the Rams played horrendously last night um, in San Francisco. Uh, But I have the Rams for 11. I just don't think the Bears can win this one. I got the Rams for one. I just couldn't decide. I said, I'll just put a point on it. That's back-to-back weeks I've picked against the Bears for a point. (laughs) Sorry, Bear fans. Yeah. Give me that birdie bogey again, J-Man. Please. Kyler Murray has five rushing touchdowns this season. He's the fourth quarterback to have five rushing touchdowns through five games since the merger. Um, and only three quarterbacks in that time have reached six rushing touchdowns through six games. Uh, but can you name those two of those three quarterbacks? Michael Vick? No. <laughs> he's rushed for so many yards, and uh, he's never a stinking trivia answer. <sighs> think think Heisman Yeah, for um, two of these three. Well, Lamar? No. Well, I'm thinking Heisman. Lamar's uh, only had one year he's really started. Yeah, well, I thought he rushed for a long yeah, last year. Yeah, he was MVP. Uh, Heisman, Heisman, Heisman. The guys I'm thinking Heisman I know didn't do it. Johnny Manziel did not do it. Nope. Uh, Heisman. Um, who the heck won the Heisman? You're usually so good at Heisman trivia. I know. Well. 
hate being on the spot. Uh, rushing quarterbacks to win the Heisman. Troy Smith wouldn't done it. Marcus Mariota? Nope. Oh, my gosh. Jameis? Nope. I'm thinking of every Heisman I can think of in the last decade that are quarterbacks. Jason White wouldn't have done You're it. You're going to punch yourself in the nose. I know I am. I, I At this point, you get a bogey. You just give me it, dude. I'm so mind blank. 2012, Robert Griffin III. Forgot that guy was even in the league. This this is the one you'll punch yourself in the nose. Cam Newton. Can you name the other one? This guy did not win the Heisman. Played in the 90s, college football in the 90s, and the NFL in the 90s. College football and NFL in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And he, he played into the 2000s as well. Oh, boy. Cordell Stewart. You should have got at least Cam Newton. Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man Show live. Got on off the, the hot start and in into the hot start. ISC Sports Network. We're sorry for the technical difficulties for the first 10 minutes or so of the show. But we'll be back at it. Hopefully everything works well right away next Monday. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you next